Grateful for an excuse to stay inside the air-conditioned lobby for a moment longer, Cochran pulled the phone from his shirt pocket and flipped it open. His brother's round, freckled, red-haired face filled the phone's tiny screen. Surprised that his brother was calling, Cochran plopped onto the faux leather couch next to the lobby doors. "'Hello, Mike,' he said softly as he put the phone to his ear. "'It's been a hell of a long time.' "'Hi there, little brother. How's your suntan?' Michael Cochran was a microbiologist working for a private biotech company in the Bay Area of California. I don't tan, you know that. Mike laughed. Yeah, I remember when we'd go out to Lyme Beach, you'd get red as a lobster, and the next day you were white as Wonder Bread again. Cochran grimaced, remembering how painful sunburn was, and other hurts. His marriage, the auto wreck, Jennifer's funeral, Jen's mother screaming at him for letting her drive after drinking. He hadn't even been out of the wheelchair yet. Everybody in the church had stared at him. Just the sound of Mike's voice, still twanging with the old Massachusetts inflection, brought it all back in a sickening rush. "'I try to stay out of the sun,' he said tightly. "'So you switch to Arizona,' said Michael. "'Smart move.' Keeping his voice steady, Cochran asked, "'How long has it been, Mike? Six months?' He knew it had been longer than that. Mike hadn't called since Cochran had asked his brother to repay the $30,000 he'd loaned him. "'Don't be an asshole, Paulie. Come on, Mike. What's going on?' "'The only time you call is when you want—' "'Stuff it!' Michael snapped. "'I've got news for you. Big news. I'm going to pay you back every penny I owe. With interest.' "'Sure you will.' Cochran couldn't keep the sarcasm out of his voice. "'I damned well will, wise ass. In another few days. Your big brother's going to be a rich man, Paulie. I've come up with something that's going to make me a multimillionaire.' Cochran raised his eyes heavenward. Ever since they'd been teenagers, Mike had touted one get-rich-quick scheme after another. His bright, flip-talking big brother. "'Quick with ideas.' but slow to do the work that might make the ideas work. The latest one had cost Cochran a chunk of his insurance settlement from the accident. "'Mikey, if you want to get rich, you shouldn't have gone into research,' he said into the phone. "'Like hell,' his brother replied tartly. "'What I've come up with is worth millions. "'Really? You bet your ass, little brother. "'Hundreds of millions.' Cochran started to say really again, but caught himself. Mike had a short fuse. "'Well, that's great,' he said instead. "'Just what is it? "'Come on over here and see for yourself. "'To San Francisco? "'Palo Alto. "'Near the big NASA facility. "'That's in Mountain View,' Michael corrected. "'Oh. "'So when are you coming? "'This weekend? "'Why can't you just tell me about it? "'What's so too big to talk on the phone about it, Paulie? "'Come on, I know you.' You've got nothing cooking for the weekend, you dumb hermit. Cochran thought about it bleakly. Mike was right. His social life was practically non-existent. He wouldn't have a class to teach until Tuesday morning. And there were all those frequent flyer miles he'd piled up in the past 18 months attending astronomy conferences. Okay, he heard himself say half-heartedly. This weekend, he never could oppose Mike for very long. Good. Good. Email me your flight number and arrival time, 
and I'll meet you at the airport. See ya, squirt. Palo Alto, Calvin Research Center. Mike wasn't at the airport to meet him. Cochrane's Southwest Airlines flight from Tucson arrived at San Francisco International 12 minutes early, but the plane had to wait out on the concrete taxiway for 20 minutes before a terminal gate was freed up. Once inside the terminal, Cochrane searched for his brother at the gate, then walked down the long corridor, pulling his wheeled travel bag after him. Mike wasn't at the security checkpoint either. Just like him, Cochrane muttered to himself. He went down to the baggage claim area, even though he only had the one piece of luggage, on the off chance that Mike might be waiting for him there. Nettled, Cochran yanked out his cell phone and called his brother. The answering message replied brightly, Hey, I can't take your call right now.